everyone, how are you going? Welcome back to another episode of Talk That Good Shit. I've just blown out my mic and I don't give a fuck. My name is DJ and with me today I've got Dan and Chris. How are you going, you crazy crippler crossface cunts? Dot com. So write that down as a website. Trademarking it. We're going to sell wrestler boy bathwater. Oh, Sorry, I was like, wait, we have 10 matches now? Since when? Oh, there's a pre-show match. So I stayed again. Since when? Okay, I can verify that how are you doing, you crazy cripple across face cunts.com is not a website. Oh, it's a yeah. free domain. Let's just, uh... <laughs> okay, 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 let's just, can we not? Well, what we can do is go through this card because it's double or nothing this weekend. Yay. Hang on, wait. Uh, where's the tequila? I'm going to fucking get through this. Hold on, it is in the stadium stampede match. Oh, fuck. All right, well, fuck that then. Where's the rum? Hold on, let me look. Jericho drank that already. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say Moxley, I guess. So I guess in the Bucks match. No, here's a, here's a whiskey boy. from oh, what I This'll do. It's, it's, it's a really interesting drink. It's called Bleach. You know what's funny? That's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> a couple shots of that will uh, get you ready. Yeah, it'll it'll clean out my insides. Also, clean out my brain from actually having to fucking remember this goddamn show. All right, so Dante Martin, I should stop reading this. I'm getting annoyed. I, let's just start <laughs> match ten on the Wikipedia page because I can't be bothered going anywhere further. No, 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 than no you gotta go match one because it's the pre-show. Then we go ten back to the top. Yeah, fuck it. Match one. All right, Serena Deeb, Rio, NWA Women's Championship. Don't really give two fucks, to be honest. Hang on. Oh, fucking. Where's the. Oh, uh, you know what? This foam fucking board will help. Hey, I gotta get myself a concussion to fucking not fucking. I remember this. I didn't even realize that that's a. Since when was this a match? As I pulled it up as we started recording, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here a while. Ow. Ow. There's not Ow, really Ow. any. Thing for this, I guess. It's a match that's come out of nowhere, and let's be real, NWA ain't given up their title to Rio, so Serena's winning. 100%. Just because you've said that, Rio's winning. Just because you oh, said that. Rio, are you? I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Oh. Neither. So okay, the overall well, opinion on this if, match, no if, one cares. If I had to pick, I would say Serena, but they've done stupid as shit. Yeah, like Cody's match that will be coming up. Anyway, match one. Our conclusion, no one cares. NWA is going to keep the title on Serena, but I'm sure they'll do something stupid just to spite the fuck out of us. Well, we'll still... fire. We're like two minutes in. We've already done the first match compared to normal. Well, j- just going to say then that, um, like, uh, Thunder Rosa was champion at the beginning of last year. Serena won it in October. And I guess... They they're not probably not going to put it on Riho because I don't think Riho is going to be signed to NWA. That's exactly why she's not going to win. Yeah, I'm just like. Uh, Are they doing something when in NWA they have some sort of match between Thunder Rose and some other chick that was like number one contenders, and if Thunder Rose lost, she couldn't go work for the dub or something. That's some confusing thing about a contender recently for the women's title. So there you go, Serena retains. Look yeah. at like a dark. The match gets two minutes and then we move right along. Speaking of moving right along, now you can go to number 10. Match 10, the Young Bucks versus, versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. The Bucks are retaining, right? 
Okay, I, I do need to bring this up, because if, if I don't bring it up now, I'll bring it up when we get to the match later, and I'm going to get annoyed regardless. But, after everything that they just did, everything with Gallows and Anderson, and everything with Omega and Moxley, and then Kingston coming in, and everything with Kingston and Omega, and all the stuff, you'd think it'd be Eddie Kingston and Kenny Omega, right? That's the logical spot path forward. And yet here we are, they're fighting for the tag titles, which, by the way... SCU recently lost a tag title match and split forever on free TV, but the two signals guys are the two getting the tag title match on the biggest show of the year. But tag team wrestling matters, by the way. And Tony just nodded. <laughs> I legit, I'm going to pick the Bucks because it's the Bucks, but I actually think they'll give it to Moxley and Kingston because big single stars, oh my God, they actually have real star power. We don't have a tag division. Quick, throw two singles guys together. Literally. See, if this was Moxley and Kingston against Gallows Anderson, I wouldn't be as against it. It's because it's for the tag titles is my issue. I I think that this is the... What's the fucking way I, I was going to put this? This is the... This is the Jericho and Edge. From Mania 26? No, uh, from, uh, well, technically, but when they, no, like, from, um, when they were, like, uh, unified tag champs, it's like, well, we don't really have a friggin' division, let's put two big singles guys to elevate the tag titles, so when they lose it to an established tag team, fucking yada yada, it's basic fucking title prestige increasing, you blah blah blah, that whole fucking horse shit, that's so mean, probably what's gonna happen here. Got it, but they actually end up being a real team. That's what I mean, is, it, like, eventually they'll be known for having the real team and stuff. Because Moxley and Kingston are, like, real-life friends, and they had their I Quit match and fucking whatever else. But I could see them giving it to Moxley and Kingston so they can drop it to fucking best friends in about, a, like, seven months' time. They need On help. Dynamite. On Dynamite, yes. On Dark specifically, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> but you, like yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, that's yeah. that fucking shit. I'm picking the Bucks because it's the Bucks, but I won't be shocked if Moxley and Kingston win it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm personally saying Moxley and, Moxley and Kingston. However, again, I don't fucking give a shit because this the build for this match has been... Am I allowed to say zero? Hold on. Yes. I've got it right here. On April 7th at Dynamite, the Bucks attack Moxley and Kingston, align themselves with Kenny Omega as well as Gallows and Anderson. On May 12th, a month later, the Bucks challenge Moxley and Kingston to a tag title match at Double or Nothing. There you go, there's the bill. That's what's written here. <laughs> Back to ow, 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 ow. I think there was something about Moxley stealing shoes this past week as well. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Okay, it's getting worse. I'm going to stop talking about this match. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so we're, we're not really thinking that's going to be a shock either which way it goes. If they go with Moxley and Kingston, it's because two big singles guys give them a tag title run. They can form a team later. Or the Bucks win because the Bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the Bucks win because it's the Bucks, or Moxley and Kingston win and piss over the tag division because what's the point of having a ranking system if a not if two single stars are going to turn around and win the tag titles? So now here's the question. Where's the stipulation on this match? If the Bucks lose, they have to split up. They fucking every did other that. match may as well do that. They already did that from the fucking revival. They did that. We did it at Revolution, then we fired yeah, them. Well, they should have fucking <laughs> pro wrestling simulator fire everyone. No, it's not fire everyone. It's just fire. It, it's just fire the elite. Yes, fire the elite. All right. So moving on up, 
Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Okay, I need to I need to bring this up before we get into this because it's related to another match. So Scorpio Sky wins a ladder match at Revolution to become the number one contender. He gets said title match and he loses. Well, that sucks. He turns heel. Understandable. He's upset. A couple weeks later, Ethan Page gets a title shot. He loses. He attacks Darby Allen. Makes sense. He's upset. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page then start teaming up to beat up Darby Allen. Makes sense. They're upset. They're jerks. Uh, obviously, hey, look, it's Sting. He's with Darby Allen. Face paint and stuff. But, and this is the part that gets me, after weeks upon weeks upon weeks of beating the hell out of Darby Allen, Darby Allen defends the title against Miro and loses. And now Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and Darby Allen have nothing to do with that title. They're just in a random tag match. This is a blood feud, brother. This has been going for about two to three months now where they've been beating up Darby Allen, and then the last two weeks before the pay-per-view... Oh, by the way, it's not for the title anymore. But the whole the whole reason the rivalry started was because Darby beat them to retain the title. That's the reason this has happened. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting corona just from listening to this build. Don't say that. They'll ship you down here to me. Hold on. Let me read what the build is here. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay, cool. There's no. There's nothing written for the build for this match. There is no build for this match. We just needed a ninth match on the card. Accurate. We need a we need a reason that we're paying Sting this much money. We need another tag team match. So here's so here's the thing. I'm assuming we're talking about the eighth match. The white what? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. We we're not there yet. Uh, we haven't been about this yet. I just, right. I just, I look. I just read ahead, and I, and I actually thought I, I remembered what this was, and then I just read it, and then I don't. Okay. Um. I'll just say so we can get to that. Sting and Darby Allen win because hey, it's Sting. He's worth a lot of money. He's worth more than you are. You said it wrong. You, you, really? you, 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 you said it wrong. It's not that. It's, it's Sting. And then after the match, he's gonna do an interview. A two-hour interview. <laughs> Has to be done by Tony Schiavone, though. Yes, 100%. Oh, God. Yeah, it's Sting and, it's Sting and Derby. They're not losing. They're uh-huh. Sting's going to win. Yeah, Sting's going over. It's a pay-per-view. I mean, I don't well, see it going anywhere. We've got to have a reasonable thing in this match, remember? Yeah, well, that's it. I'm another person to fire. Um, <laughs> Next match, the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. Again, this time Hold in on. the stadium stampede oh, match. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have to go through the names. MJF, oh. Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood versus Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Here's the thing. I thought loser must disband. It's not. It's only if the inner circle loses they must disband. Yeah. I'm not giving away the results. Shut up. I legitimately thought it was the losing team must disband. No, that's the fun part of this. Just saying now, I think they went and did this the wrong way, in my opinion. You have War Games match, Blood and Guts match, and then you follow it up with a stadium charade mascot hoedown. Yeah, I'll, I'll but- read what they've got here, and then I'll try and explain from what I remember. So at full gear... MJF beat Jericho. He wanted to be in part of Jericho's group, the Inner Circle. The only way he could do that was to beat Jericho. He did that. So they were now in a team. They were buddy-buddy. Uh, March 10, MJF betrayed the Inner Circle. Don't worry about how that happened. Uh, revealed he built his own group, the Pinnacle. Then at the Blood and Guts pay-per-view, they won the Blood and Guts or the War Games match. Then the next week, MJF challenged Jericho to this match. 
Uh, and then May 19, Chris Jericho accepted. And here we are. That's what is written here. May 19. So what actually happened was MJF wanted his own group. Jer- uh, he wanted to take over Jericho's group. Jericho liked him. He brought him. But they had the match because no one else in the inner circle wanted him. But Jericho did. So they had a match. MJF got on his way in. Why it wasn't against Guevara, I have no idea because that would have made yeah. sense. Oh, the Jericho was the one that wanted him in, and then was like, oh, if he beats me in a match. Exactly. It should have been MJF and Guevara, and if MJF wins, then he gets in. That would have made sense. But I digress. It's AEW. Then MJF does a whole lot of shady stuff. Uh, Guevara keeps calling him out. Guevara quits the group over this. Then he comes back in the group because he reveals that MJF's whatever his plan is, which is when MJF reveals, no, he has the pinnacle. They beat down the inner circle. Then the inner circle get revenge on him two weeks later when Jericho puts NJF's head in a toilet. I remember that. Then that somehow led to the War Games match where NJF won because he threatened to kill Jericho unless Guevara quit. So Guevara quit and then he killed Jericho anyway. And then Jericho turned up on next week and then we set this up after a piss poor attempt at the Stone Cold Beer Bath Beer Truck segment. With a garden hose instead of a with fucking a hose. With a garden hose. That's how we've gotten here. Don't ask me how we went from a one-on-one between the two leaders, involving Sammy Guevara this whole time, but he's not involved in the matches, to a War Games match where MJF tried to kill Chris Jericho to a stadium stampede match, which, if I remember correctly, the last time we did this was a big Falls Count Anywhere match in a giant stadium. Yes. So how does that make sense from War And there were mascots... And someone got run over by a golf cart, if I remember. I think also, it was Sammy. Also, Page had a horse. Yeah, that horse is dead now. Horse. So I'm talking horse, Helmsley. I don't. I don't care. This whole thing. Shut the fuck up, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's been booked ass backwards. I hate it. I don't think it makes sense at all. Logically, MJF should win to continue to build him, but because of your fantastic stipulation you put in there, Chris Jericho's got to win. Yeah. A hundred percent. God fucking to hunt off. Fuck off. Now, I've, I've, <laughs> I've made this comment a couple times, but my issue, biggest issue with it was I couldn't live with the War Games match. What you should have done here is MJF and Guevara with Jericho gone. He shouldn't be here. Apparently he has a dislocated elbow too, and yet he's in this match. He has a dislocated elbow from shattering concrete. In kayfabe, he shattered concrete because they threw him off the top of the cage and they called it concrete. So it, in kayfabe, he left a crater in concrete. Kayfabe, he should be dead. <laughs> what have I become? Now that I gain weight. See, this Just is what need to pick up that fork, shove food in my face. <laughs> uh, so, Jericho, uh, sorry, MJF should win, but Jericho will win, and then MJF and his group will win some titles, because that's how all elite book. I'm actually thinking about this now. Is the inner circle will win, but no one in the pinnacle can actually take a title because no, you've the got tag the revival. No, no, no. They give the tag titles to MJF and Wardlow. That's what I mean, though. Is they give the tag titles to MJF and Wardlow? The Bucks are technically the heels. I know. So did, stop, did 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 that stop them at Revolution? They did the Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. That was heel on heel. Uh, yeah, thank you. Technically, <laughs> by the way, no one has turned face here. The inner circle are still complete jerks. They're just this not as bad as the more. pinnacle. Yeah, this is still bad guys versus bad guys here. No one turned face. No one is the good guy here. 
I'm honest. Jericho look, is going to go by default by MJF trying to commit literal murder. Okay, here is my thing, and this is this is just my perspective on this as well. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think Sean Spears is picking up the victory for the pinnacle. Oh, is this because of your no, like the thing you found the other day? Yeah, Sean Spears hasn't lost in 2021. There's always a time to lose. Sean Spears can go face Miro. Good luck, buddy. But look, it doesn't fucking matter. Legit, I could bitch about the stadium stampede match from 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 last year because the only good thing about the stadium stampede from last year was Hangman fucking Page. Oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. <sighs> I suppose that means we should move to our next match, which, ironically, is the TNT title now. Uh, the, so the TBS championship, Miro is defending the championship because, let's be honest, the person he's facing is not fucking taking the victory. It's oh, Miro God. versus Lance Archer. Dante Martin. It's not Dante. It's fucking, going to win. It's fucking Miro. <laughs> Just be honest with that. It's... Oh, I know. I know. Uh, where is fucking? Hang on, I need to. It's got, a, it's got a link to it. But yes, it's Miro versus Lance Archer for the T- uh, TBS title. Yeah. Can I do this Dante Martin? I think we fired. Him. Oh, he's from Spotlight. <laughs> fucking really? He's a tag wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Miro's losing. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, it's so bad. Anyway, so yes, it's Miro versus um, Lance, Lance Archer. Archer, which kind of came out of nowhere. Okay, with everything I mentioned before with uh, Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, Nathan Page, Lance Archer got involved in this a lot too. So it looks like, okay, it might be Darby and Lance. And then once again, Miro won the title, and now it's Lance Archer and Miro because reasons and shut up. So, hey, it's a match. Here's two guys you like to see. Logically, neither can lose, but one of them has to, and you're not going to take the title off Miro after he finally has done something in the, almost a year. But they could. The, the worst part is they could. Yeah. Look, for me, they're not taking the title off Miro. I'm sorry, but they can't. No. no. Hey, hey, you kids want to see a buried body? Want to see a dead body? No, I want to see that buried body you're talking about. Can we dig it up? <laughs> It'll be Miro after double or nothing. First, we got to dig it up, then we got to bury it again. So AJ Styles. Yep. He's already dead. Yeah, this is just the match for the sake of having a match because we booked our title matches way too late and this title change happened like two weeks before the pay-per-view. Oh, crap, we need something. Lance Archer, you busy? No, get out there. There you go. There's your title match. Ah, uh, the old on-the-fly booking. Yeah, that's literally what this is. So Miro's retained. End of story. I can agree to that. Wow, we only have five matches left. This really is rapid fire. Man, booking all is easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match: Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage with Taz. It's Taz. I am trying to contain my rage because I am upset at this match. I explained it last weekend to Chris. Your so, Hangman Page Brian Cage rage gauge is filled. I mean that is fantastic, but no. What my issue is, and I'm gonna slightly rant here. But since the start of the year, Hangman Page, except for one time, had not lost a match all year. He won every match on Dynamite, he won every match on Dark, he won every match on Elevation. He won all the time, he kept winning, winning, great matches, long matches, going, going, going. And commentary's like, oh, is he going to fight Kenny Omega? He's going to fight Kenny Omega, he might go fight Kenny, he's going to get a world title match, Kenny Omega, oh my goodness. 
And then he lost to Brian Cage. Out of nowhere, about three weeks ago, despite having a flawless record minus one win, he is not the number one contender. He has a higher, uh, a higher win-loss ratio than Orange Cassidy does. Yet, Hangman Page is not the number one contender. After they just spent two months hyping up that he was going to fight Kenny Omega at the biggest show of the year for the world title. Don't forget, he was in the first AEW World Championship match. Indeed. So, this is what my question is. Why? Why did you do this? If you had no plans of Hangman facing Brian Cage, why did you bring it up on commentary? Why did you bring up his win-loss record? Why did you give him so many big, quality, actual, real victories if it means nothing and he's just going to fight Brian Cage on a random match at pay-per-view? And the biggest question, why should I care? Has will be there. If, They've been if, booking and dancing around the uh, actual Hangman getting a world title match for nearly a year now. It's constantly, yes, yes, he's going to get pushed, he's going to get pushed. No, 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 he's not. Oh, and now we're going to push him, and oh, no, he's not. Oh, but this time he's going to get pushed. Oh, no, he's not. It's constantly happened. They gave him the tag title instead of the world title. He ended up beating Matt Hardy in the last show, which, not that big of a win, but still, major star, pay-per-view, whatever. They hyped up all this stuff with the tag title run. He was look, got, uh, the hot tag guy. He did all the stuff. He was almost at the point of essentially all elite Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins. He was right there. He's that guy people want to see. But you won't put him in the world title match. If you don't want him to be the world champion, stop booking him this way. Just give him the TNT title. Be done with it. But Dan, you're answering your own question, in my opinion. I will the fact end. you're so worked up about this means that when they finally put him in that position... No. When it finally happens, it's either A, finally, or B, I still don't care because you took too long. I mean, it's not like we pay for them pay-per-views anyway, but whatever. So I won't be shocked if they put Brian Cage over because that's what they do. But I'm 99.9% sure Hangman's going to win again. I'm calling a 90-minute time limit draw. A 90-minute time limit? Okay. I wouldn't be shocked at that either somehow. Right, this one, this always annoys me. Is it's just you're constantly booking Hangman in that spot. He's always right there, and then you won't go through with it. Why? Why are you so scared of this? You know what I was gonna say, Dan? Sped bad. Yeah, he's it's gonna be. You know, Hangman's gonna get there. He's gonna finally get his world championship opp- opportunity, and it's gonna be against Roman Reigns. <laughs> gonna be against uh, Finn Balor. Yep, the thinnest of Balors. It will not be in all elite. It'll be somewhere else. Well, I was going to say... Because I have to to branch on that. That really annoyed me. Uh, This has been going on for so long now. I know. Hangman is a story. He signed, what, a three-year contract when they started? I don't know. I I, I think that was a big thing that so many people were signing, like, three-year contracts. I'm like, I don't... No, I I think I read that MJF and Hangman Page's contracts are the first two that are coming up, which is why MJF came up with that interview the other week where... Apparently in character, but he did say, look, if I am going to get off more money, it's not like I'm going to say no. It's still a job at the end of the day. They're just in the uh, higher-paying developmental program. Exactly. And nothing wrong with that. Not inaccurate. Anyway, so there's that. Oh, God, I just saw what's next. Yeah, 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 like, yeah Hangman's winning. Sorry, he is. Yeah, Hangman's won. He's already won. I don't even care. Yeah. He has. He has won. Oh, God. Yeah. Now so this clusterfuck fact- circle jerk... In fact, actually, now that I've gone through almost this entire card, I'm yet to see a single match that I care about. I've got some disappointing news for you. Oh, don't worry. Cody's coming. Oh, don't worry. We've got to get through this wall of names that 
half of yeah. them don't matter and the other half I okay. don't care about. Okay, well, hang on, let's make this... Let's make this a lot fucking easier for people. It's Christian Cage and Penta versus the fucking roster. It's not true. Jungle Boy's in there too. The roster. And, hold on. Yeah, no, I don't have anyone else. Christian Cage versus everyone else who didn't make the card already. It's going to be Dustin Rhodes, and then Kenny's going to be Dustin, and it's Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that'll uh, that'll fucking work. But no, Ryan I'm, I'm Junior is going to bring a gun. <laughs> it's, we're just we're going to have this celebrity fucking death match thing where Marilyn Manson's going to be in the rafters. He's going to cut down the entire lighting rigging, and everyone <laughs> dies in the ring. And he just hops down, boop, straight in the ring. He wins. Last person standing. Yeah, but if they all die in the ring, then he has to lift them all up over the top rope. That's, true. That's how it this match works. If he jumps the floor after you've gone over the top rope. That is true. At this point, they go through the ring. Can't eliminate me if I cut my feet off and leave them backstage. I mean, <laughs> but then you technically don't—you technically don't enter the match. Also true. Coming for your record, fucking um, is it? Hey, uh, I'm gonna flip through these the names you guys try and work this out. So we got Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Nick Colorado, QT Marshall, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, Preston Vance. Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, Blade, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Jungle Boy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Matt Seidel, and the two possible winners, Christian Cage and Pentagon Jr. That's it. That's who could win, Christian or Pentagon. And I feel like it'll be Christian because, well, he's the only one that really could carry a match right now. And his whole gimmick at the moment is I outwork everyone. I mean, if he loses this, then he's a fucking liar. So true. Because they also, they brought him in and his first thing was hitting the kill switch on Kenny Omega and then he held the title and then once again, just like Hangman, he's nowhere to be seen. Oh, by the way, Battle Royal, yeah, there he is over there in the the corner. Oh, by the way, by the way, have you heard who could possibly be the TBA in that? How many have we got? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, okay, we are at 20, 21. Also, I did hear who it was, thanks to a Circle Jerk comment, which was hilarious. Yep, so hang on. Let's actually pose the question to DJ. DJ? Yeah? Who exactly do you think legitimately could be the 21st person in the Battle Royal? Who is the... Who is La Joker? Who is the Joker? I don't even care, because I don't Correct. think the Joker wins. Well, Not no. This time. Well, Cage, well, Cage won last year, but yeah, this time. But don't, like, it's... You are correct in the fact that you that you don't care, but who just have a fucking wild guess? I will can even I also, give. Can I also just bring up? Can we never bring that up again? Because I'm still angry at that ladder match. Oh yeah, we can. So here is before that though. Oh my god, I'm still angry about it. Yeah, before that though, I will narrow this down for DJ. They're employed in all elite. It's not a. It's not a secret signing. If they're saying this is a possibility of the person that has been possibly rumoured. Oh, okay, then. Sorry, I'll take that back. The person who I heard is not signed to all. I have two guesses. Go on. Fuego del Sol. Beautiful. Please. Yeah. Or? Or 10. No. Oh, 10. Sorry. The person who I I saw on Twitter, on All Elite's official freaking Twitter following, Will this person be the secret person in the Battle Royal? Alternatively, Luchasaurus. The Big Show. You're going to need a big ladder. 
I did see that. Oh, no. No, I've seen people circle joking it'll be Daniel Bryan, and it's like, Brian Danielson's is not leaving. I would like, I, I would even be open to seeing Marco stunt over the big show, to be honest. I wouldn't. They're about the same level. Yeah, but if he fell from a ladder, I think it would be considered suicide. But it's not a ladder match. It's a battle royal. It's a battle royal. Yeah, it could be a ladder match for the title. I don't know. I don't know if Kenny Omega wants to do a ladder match at this point. He's willing to do sparkler matches. What if he can put sparklers on the ladder then? Oh, he might do Oh, okay. We might, we might have something going here then. And oh, yeah. Eddie Kingston uh, will crawl over John Moxley in though. the background. I will say, though, regardless who it is, Christian wins. He'll go fight Kenny at what's next show? Fighter Fest, I think it is, and then he'll lose. Yeah, it, it's, it's either Christian, Matt Seidel, Penta, Matt Hardy, and that's pretty much it for a world championship match. It's one of those people. I will not be shocked just because it's what they would do. If they have Jungle Boy win and then he loses the very next day to Ken- or whenever the next dynamite is to Kenny, just instantly loses. Oh, well, cool, that's it. Next. TV yeah. is negative one. <laughs> Please. No. What? The next match. <laughs> you mean the, the greatest match on this show? The only match that matters. The greatest mid carder, the greatest mid card talent. It's our Lord and Savior from racism, Cody Rhodes. Perfect <laughs> some guy. Versus some guy who punched good. Yeah. Someone named Anthony Agogo. I still haven't seen who this actually is. That my only knowledge from this person is Pro Wrestling Simulator. Is that, that that's all you need to know. Exactly. We tried to make him a thing and then it didn't work. So well, well I guess that's exactly He's from the UK. He punches good. I don't know. Cody's gonna try and make him a thing. It won't work. And then Cody will win and then he'll just disappear off to the side again. If <laughs> Cody loses it. this match, he can never compete in a singles match ever again. He's just making sure he can never wrestle. <laughs> Be shocked. Also, actually, on that, I do have something written here for once. On March 31, Cody was attacked by his former friend QT Marshall, who aligned himself with Nick Comoroto, Aaron Solo, and Anthony Agogo to form a faction called The Factory. At Blood and Guts, Cody beat QT Marshall, but after the match was assaulted by Agogo, who... Uh, knocked Cody down before covering with the flag of the United Kingdom. On May 12, Cody challenged Ogogo to a match at the pay-per-view. That oh, it's America versus UK. The cure to racism. Cody, please be careful. Your precious ankle. <laughs> Your precious ankle after what we tried to do with you and Boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, I, I see, I would come back to that and say your precious forehead. <laughs> don't want him to fucking, I don't want him to scorpion himself again. Ugh. He was doing it in honor of Sting, because Sting's the scorpion. He too doesn't want a neck. Don't bring up necks around Cody. It triggers him for Dustin. Poor Dustin. Oh, so you're going to say our great tattoo. <laughs> no, Cody's going to win this. That's the end of it. We move on to the next thing. Also, one thing I want to point out is, so QT Marshall is the leader of this group, and then Cody beat QT Marshall, the leader of the group, and now he's finding an underling at the pay-per-view. Like, Cody, that's not how faction wars work. Yeah, but also, Dan... You got to remember, together with QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes, they had the Nightmare Factory. You take Cody Rhodes out of it, it's just a factory now. Oh, I was they don't say, have the American Nightmare, nightmare anymore, so it's just factory. It's just, it's just a nightmare for Cody. But no, remember so when <laughs> you don't fight Seth Rollins, and then at the pay per view, you don't have uh, the fight with Buddy Murphy. That's not how that works, and that's what's happening here. Yeah, but really, where is Buddy Murphy? Put him on TV, please. Although calling QT Marshall Seth Rollins is a bit too high. Uh, you don't fight... Who's someone I could use here? 
You don't fight Robert Zach Stone Gowen. and you fight Aaliyah at the pay-per-view. But even then, I think that's a bit high. Uh. But either way, Cody wins. Yeah, Cody fucking wins. Now Unless they try to do a sneaky curveball, oh. but it won't be a curveball. Oh, we're on our next main event. The first of two major matches. I hate it. Title change, yes or no? Well, hold on. We have to explain it first. It's Britt Baker and Hikari Shida for the women's title, which, by the way... One year too goddamn late, All Elite. Yep. And honestly, title change, because they've been hyping the shit out of Hikaru Shida. Title change. Yeah. It's happening. They've been spending a year and a bit riding Britt Baker in the uh, in the uh, women's division as she's the best thing going, and yet she can't win a major match, and she can't, you know, actually win the title to be anything important. But she's the number one and the best. Yeah, okay, cool. Then follow through with that. Britt Baker wins. Yep. That's it. Britt Baker wins. They're pulling the trigger. Whether late or not, they're going to pull the trigger now. Pull the trigger. Also, I do have a thing for this one, too. At Blood and Guts, all are leading out to Karashita would face Britt Baker for the Women's Championship. That's it. That's all it says. Yeah, that's all you need to do for the Women's title match, right? Just say who's going to compete and that's it. No build. Nothing. Just, actually. This match is Lance happening. Storm? Did you see Lance Storm talk about this? Lance Storm talked about this? Oh, he went to Storm can talk? He was, trying to, he was trying to understand about how this works, and they were talking and talking about Double or Nothing. This was a couple of weeks ago. And he brought up and said, and said, how is Britt Baker number one in the rankings? How is she the number one contender? Well, she's had the most wins. Yeah, but the number two in the rankings, Thunder Rosa. And the last match Britt Baker had was the one against Thunder Rosa, where she lost Thunder Rosa beat her. So shouldn't Thunder Rosa be the one in the, the title match? Even though she's number two, she beat number one. Wouldn't that make more sense. That's how a ranking system works. Yeah, but Britt Baker's been number one longer. Yes, but she still lost. That's the point, is the fact she lost. She hasn't had another match since. Yeah, but Britt Baker's number one. Yeah, but when they threw all the AEW wrestling figures at each other, Britt Baker's was the one that was on top of the pile. I mean, probably. Probably. Britt Baker's gonna win this. Yeah, I will actually, for the only match in this entire show, I will actually be shocked if Hikaru Shida wins. It's the... I have the tiger. It's the fucking hot shit thing from where all my thought process on this is Britt Baker should have been champion a long fucking time ago. The Indeed. fact that Hikaru Shida has held this championship for so long, I remember her winning it against Nyla Rose. In a no DQ match, no less. In a no DQ match, yep. Um, Next thing I remember, she had a rematch with Nyla Rose at All Out. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Then she had a match with Tay Conti. I don't remember that. About six weeks ago. And that's it. That's her entire reign. That's what I remember from. I know she faced... What was Ryu Mizunami, I think? Oh, yeah, from that America-Japan women's tournament. I think that was the. I think that was the tournament she faced her. I don't remember the match. I just remember she faced her. I think that was Revolution. I think so. I'm struggling to think of any other match she's done. But yeah, it's oh, she's had a freaking great year long fucking fucking title reign. Seriously, I remember nothing of what she's done. Yeah, but so did Brock Lesnar when he never defended. Difference is that's Brock Lesnar. The thing also, it's actually. <laughs> Lesnar is the star power in itself. That's true. Even then, even then, there's actually one thing that I remember about fucking Lesnar. Uh, there's one thing about the the thing that I remember the most about Lesnar, which is probably the greatest thing 
of the Bro- of the entire Brock Lesnar fucking um uh, uh, arc, I'll say. He German suplexed Braun Strowman and Braun just stood straight up and looked at him broad and said, I'm going to fucking kill you. And Brock went, oh, he's going to fucking kill me. That was so fucking good. So I love this. Hikaru Shida fought Ryo Mizunami at Revolution. That was last October. No, Revolution was February? March. Last October. Yeah, okay. He fought Nyla Rose in a regular match at Full Gear. Don't remember. At All Out, she faced Thunder Rosa, which was the best match of the whole show, but the only reason it wasn't the best match was it got overshadowed by Matt Hardy nearly dying moments earlier. That's why I don't remember it. Uh, and then Double or Nothing was when she beat Nyla Rose to win the title in an ODQ match. That's it. That's every match she's had on pay-per-view. And then everyone clapped. Um, she has done nothing. Nothing. She's been champ for 368 days. Like, time's up. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's Baker's winning. If if Britt Baker doesn't win, Britt Baker, sign with NXT. You're you're done. Just fucking get out of there. Oh, right, she'll win it, and then uh, Adam Cole will beat um, Karrion Cross for the NXT title. The power couple will be back. <laughs> no, no, my brain went no, the wrong way with WWE's, that. I was going to say, they'll be WWE's counterbooking for the league. Yeah. Okay, so I have a whole thing here. I have it here now. So she beats Nyla Rose in an ODQ match on May 23rd. On July 1st, she beats Penelope Ford to retain. On September 15th, she beats Thunder Rosa at All Out. On October 14th, on the anniversary show, she beats Big Swall. At Full Gear, she beats Nyla Rose. The, uh, the next Wednesday, she beats Anna Jay. The first Dynamite of the New Year, she beats Abaddon. Uh, Revolution, she beats Rian uh, Mizunami. And then six weeks ago, she beat Tay Ponty. And now here we are. Okay, I take that back. I remember Abaddon. Why? Because of the Shane Baszler segment? Uh, That's all I remember. I remember uh, the only reason I remember Abaddon is because everyone was hyping the shit out of Abaddon. Like, oh my god, this is how a character should be, or blah blah blah. And the match was so absolutely fucking horrendous that no one cared. Wait, you know what? I'm also going to go opponents and partners. M A K I. No, they never. I don't think they ever faced. No, they haven't. They had a six uh, six minute tag, which was the uh, dynamite after Revolution. Anyway. Sorry, I just went through her entire time here. That's 368 days of the championship. And that's free. That's free. <sighs> yeah. This is the right. kind of useful consumer, in- consumer information that we bring up with that's good shit. Yep, that's it. That That's our one uh, deep dive of the day. Um, fucking deep okay. dive of the next hang two on, weeks. Hang on. Dive. Or, I'm going to go on the deepest of dives and be completely wrong about the next match. All right. Just before we have that... Uh, <clears throat> This public service announcement brought to you by That's Good Shit. So, at that point, I think that brings us to our main event, which is a triple, uh, the first ever triple threat match in all Elite's history, I think. I don't care enough to look. You already got it wrong. They don't even call it a triple threat match. Oh, it's a three-way match. That, yep. Pac, they Orange started, Cassidy, and Kenny Omega are yeah. having a three-way in front of Don Callis. <laughs> <laughs> 69 me, Dom. 69 you know, me. I'll send you that exact joke. <laughs> Uh, hang on. Oh, the, Actually, the, the, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What day is this? Oh! This damn it, day. three days. I was hoping Double or Nothing was nine days because I was going to make another joke. But so this, so it, it's a three-way for the All Elite title. It's Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy versus Park. I've already made my stance about this earlier with Hangman Page. I am very much against this. Yeah, this, this whole thing sucks. Like, 
Kenny retains. Oh, yeah, the results don't question. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he retains. Orange Cassidy isn't going over. That's what I was going to say is the only person who could win that's not Kenny is Orange Cassidy, and he's not winning it. And this is what my thing is with this. This is the other side of the argument I bring up on the Hangman page argument. Okay, let's throw in Orange Cassidy. He's the number one contender. As per the rankings, apparently he's number one somehow. All right, let's look at that. Why have we set up three or four weeks just before the pay-per-view, Kenny Omega's going to face Orange Cassidy after three months of Moxley and Kingston beating the fuck out of Kenny and his friends? Where did Orange Cassidy come from? Yes. Now, here's the thing about this. I'm not against Orange Cassidy being the number one contender. I'm actually all for it. I like the idea. Because you can have Kenny Omega and his might are higher than thou. I'm the best in the world. Look at me with all my belts. Aren't I great? I have so many belts. I'm a character from Final Fantasy. Not inaccurate. Thank you, Nomura. <laughs> That's actually technically inaccurate in about five months' time. <laughs> but look how great I am. Then he has an interview with Don Cows. Yeah, we're great. We took the TNA title. We took the AAA title. And now we got, and we got the All League title. We got every title. We'll dominate in the world, whatever. Orange Cassidy just kind of walks by, whatever. fuck are you doing? Kenny Omega confronts him. Rah, rah, my interview time. Orange Cassidy just looks at him and just walks away. He doesn't care. It's Orange Cassidy. He doesn't give a fuck. He was probably lost, but whatever. So, I mean, accurate. <laughs> so, we go on. Orange Cassidy has a, couple ma- has a match. And... Who cares who he beats? Bloody, I don't know. Who, who was someone useless we had here before? Blade. He beats the Blade. And then Kenny Omega comes out. Oh, you think you're hot shit and blah, 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 blah. And Orange Cassidy. Um, sorry. I can tell you who he beats. Uh, okay, go ahead. Who? Pentagon. Oh, right. They actually did that. Anyway, annoyance aside, Kenny Omega's like, you think you're hot shit and blah, blah, blah. Kenny, and obviously... Best friends back him up. Nice cash. He doesn't give a fuck. So Kenny's like, oh, I'll prove you wrong and I'll beat your friends. He beats Trent Brader in two minutes. And next week he beats Chucky e. T in two minutes. Like, who cares? Kenny Omega's the fucking best. Oh, you fucking impressed on my best. And Cassie just still doesn't give a fuck. So he's, you know, pushes him, pushes him. He doesn't give a fuck. It's Orange Cassie. Why would he care? Takes the sunglasses. Ha, 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 ha. Look how great I am. Doesn't care. Then he slaps Orange Cassidy, whatever, and walks off. So his next match, Kenny Omega beats some dude. Who cares? And then Orange Cassidy comes out, looks at the all-league title, picks it up, and he just walks away. He doesn't care. He's just going, you want to take my shit? I'll take your shit. Ring out Kenny Omega's pissed and he beats the fuck out Orange Cassidy. Okay, cool. I want to fight Orange Cassidy at the pay-per-view. Okay, I want the title. Well, okay, but if I do that, you're going to want the title. You've got to put it online. Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega. Oh, I'll beat fucking Orange Cassidy. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Re, re, re. And to make an example of me, can face Carl Anderson next week. Orange Cassidy beats Carl Anderson. Holy fuck, look, when he tears, he's fucking great. You know, his usual character shit. Cool, now you got the Kenny Omega, egotistical motherfucker, who, look how great I am, versus the guy who just doesn't, he's literal polar opposite. He doesn't give a fuck. There's your world title match. It's got a story to it. So my question then comes into, where the fuck does Puck fit into all of this? Uh, I can tell you where Puck comes into fitting into all, into all of this. He knocked out Orange Cassidy. Yeah. You gotta pay him. He, it was Puck, it was Puck versus Orange Cassidy. And he knocked him out. For the number one <laughs> no, contender. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying they should have done. What they did was Kenny Omega came out after Sparklers, 69 me Don, did the shit with Eddie Kingston, 
They fucking, Kingston and Moxley beat the fuck out of him for months on end. Then he came out and was like, oh, we'll find out my number one contender. What well, should be Eddie Kingston. He's the guy beating the fucking teeth in every week. Oh, wait, no, it's Orange Cassidy or Puck because they're the top two. Okay, well, that still doesn't... Rankings-wise, sure, that makes sense, I guess. Story-wise, no, it doesn't make sense at all. But fuck it, let's do a number one contenders match when he can fight you. And then Puck knocks out Orange Cassidy because he's a fucking dickhead. And then Omega smacks him in the back of the head. Oh my god, it's a draw, now it's a triple threat. Why? How does any of this make sense? I don't know if it's just me, but if I was in Kenny Omega shoes and Eddie Kingston had been kicking my friend's teeth in for a few weeks, I'd probably want to beat the fuck out of him. But I guess I'm wrong because I don't book all elite. You're also wrong because it's, the, it's not actually helpful for his character. Or whatever the fuck. I'm also, also, you just said, you said about maybe 10 minutes ago before you rant, which is fucking great to listen to. You said about 10 minutes ago that this was the first ever triple threat match in the history of All Elite. I also said I don't care enough to look up. Here's the thing. I do care enough to look up. God. Here's the problem. If we don't include triple threat tag matches, if we do not include them. Technically, we're not including them because this is a singles triple threat. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I am now at All Out last year. That I haven't found MJF one. MJF and Moxley. I haven't found one. I see A-person tags, gauntlet tags, handicap tags. Uh, I don't see triple threats. I just see standard matches. So there you go. Well, we'll I'm going to claim it for now, but I also don't care to look it up all the way. Yeah, I mean, if anyone can prove us wrong, go ahead. Don't worry, I'll be here for, a, I'm only going to be here for probably about another 15 minutes searching through all this, so. We'll prove ourselves wrong. But yes, so, rant aside, this should have been Omega and Cassidy one-on-one. Would it make sense story-wise? Would have been a lot better. Kingston and Moxley can still jerk off the box in the corner because that's what they want to do. But we've got to have a reason for Puck to exist instead of just waiting a couple days and then bringing him in. Apparently, they're doing some loose story of Puck's always beaten Omega. For some reason, who cares? And then Puck and Cassidy are apparently even. Like, they're one and one or some shit like that. Or now they're two and two, I guess, because of their draw recently. So it's just like, why should I care? It's pretty clear Kenny Omega is winning. And then, on top of that, as the rant before with Hangman Page, I don't even know you're going to Kenny and Hangman. Because you only got two challenges left. Hangman Page and Cody Rhodes. And Cody, apparently, in his infinite wisdom, can't fight you anymore. Because of this stupid stipulation nearly two years ago now. That's the big one. That's the big one. It's been two fucking years. Uh. Like, no, I don't care about the main event. I don't care about the women's match. I don't care about Cody's match as much as he's going to fight for racism. Oh, for, sorry, fight against racism. <clears throat> Cody Rhodes fighting for racism. <laughs> let's be real. If you saw that promo, he's fighting for racism. He's fighting for racism. Let's be honest here. Cody, what are you doing? I don't care about the Casino Battle Royal. I don't care about Hangman and Brian Cage. I don't care about the team, uh, TBS title. I don't care about Sting. I don't care about this Jericho bullshit. And I don't care about the Bucks. And the pre-show. We're not watching the pre-show. So there's nothing on this card that anyone should care about. In this call, at least. At all. Yep. And with that, we have finished going through Double or Nothing 2021. With with Craig managing to actually not fuck off for once. Apparently he liked the fire that was spat. Maybe we need to rant more. 
I could rant plenty, but I. I mean, so, we could. I mean, we could rant plenty. I mean, I'm still going through fucking. My my only thing is, I compare this to last year, and while I don't care about saying CP, it was the end of the story of Jericho's group versus Cody, uh, Kenny's group, the elite. Who cares? And you did have some other things going on, and the biggest one of all was Moxley and Brody Lee, which was actually a match people wanted to see and was looking forward to. Compared to this show, there is nothing on this card I want to see. That's the last show. Here's here's the thing is I actually would not mind watching Hikari Shida versus Britt Baker specifically for the finish. That's it. Even if I go to the last show, the only thing that you could argue you'd want to see is Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, which was the Sparklers match. Because literally it wasn't the case of I want to see because Kenny and Moxley, because I've already seen it. I saw the unsanctioned match. I saw the match at, what is it, Winter is Coming or whatever this special was. Yep. I, the only reason I want to see it is, in 2021, how are you going to handle an exploding barbed wire death match? Turns out the answer was fucking poor. By not doing it. Yeah. That was the answer to that. But that was the draw for that. Sure, you've gained enough interest to see people want to see how you'll handle it. On this show, there is nothing I could point to and say, I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out. If they, if the infinite wisdom of McCann would have actually seen beyond the weekly ratings, he would have booked blood and guts at this show, and that would have been the draw. That's it. Fire him. We already did. Yeah, but now EC3 EC3 owns AEW, and it performs better. If I go back to the pay-per-view before that, you've still got Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, number one contenders for the world title. You've got MJF and Jericho and that whole thing where MJF joined if he won. You got Moxley and Kingston there, I quit. Like, every other show at least has something to look forward to. This one doesn't. Which is yeah. interesting because it's the, there's, there's, there's always one thing. As much as, as much as we can basically stand around and bitch about how much it's just, no, 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 this whole thing sucks. I'm sorry, but it fucking sucks. And in some essences, yeah, it fucking, it's terrible. It's absolutely disgusting. But it's still got something to actually fucking watch. Something that we can look forward to. Even the freaking Miro versus Lance Archer, I have no fucking interest in. I've n- the only thing that that match has, as much as I kind of like Miro and Lance Archer's okay, they're billing that match off of big meaty men slapping meat. Sorry, but I got my fill last week when Lashley, McIntyre, and Braun tried to murder each other. Okay, I'm really sorry I have to interrupt this conversation right now. I have found a triple threat match. When was it? The 4th of December 2019 on the 10th the ever episode of All Elite Dark. It was Peter Avalon versus Scorpio Sky versus Jimmy Havoc. It went six and a half minutes. That sounds terrible. I had to go back a year and a half. Almost a year and a half. Also, sorry, real quick on top of that, I'm going to send this picture because I've just noticed something. And oh, my God. Oh, my I'll God. Let me send this. I'll, I'll just send this to our chat. Uh, here it is. Just just quickly look at this on, on the on the wrap up of this, because this is still related to what we're doing. So the double or nothing first up. All right. You see, OK, we've got a Kenny Omega, Jericho and Cody, MJF, Moxley, Park, you know, a bunch of guys. Take a look at Darby Allen. Yeah. Nothing? Yeah, he's got the TNT title. He lost it a week and a bit ago. There's no Rusev on the picture either. No, Miro isn't on the picture. 
In fact, we might actually go through the whole thing. We got Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Puck, MJF, Jericho. Sting, Darby Allen, Brian Cage, Nikara Shida, the Young Bucks. Can't tell who that is in the middle. I think that's Hangman Page, but it looks yeah, like it had sure uh, it a toll. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Britt Baker, and Christian. And Moxley. I thought I had mentioned Moxley, but yes, he's also there. And in the background is Luchasaurus and Orange Cassidy. I actually didn't even see them in the background Luchasaurus, there. <laughs> not on the card. Yeah, Lucha's not on the card. Not at all. No, he's the TBA, guys. He, he, yeah, he's going to be the, the secret. I thought he was I dabbing he for a second there. I was going to say, all respect lost, but you have to have some. Yeah. If I look I, at the Battle Royale, will it tell me who's actually one of these things? Hangman oh, Page. It does tell me, but it doesn't tell me what number they want at. Oh, wait, Hangman no, Page was the Joker, wasn't he? That's what I'm wondering is, has the Joker won every time? Revolution uh, was winners there. No, Puck and Phoenix were the last group out, but they weren't the dark, uh, they weren't the Joker. Double or nothing, Hangman was the Joker and he won. At all out, Lance Archer was not the Joker, but he was in the last group and won. And all out the year before that, Nyla Rose won. She was in the first group. I mean, not really, if I'm being honest, but... Kind of not interesting, but we'll say it's interesting. Yeah. They, uh, just going to say, Ollie has had more fatal four-ways than triple threats. I mean, when you've got, like, over 100 people on payroll, you need to get as many out as possible. I mean, it is a good point, but I'm just like, out of all these matches, all of them, I've gone, I've got a long fucking way back here. Like, uh, to the point, I'm at Fight for the Fall in 2019. I am... A long freaking way back. There have been one, sorry, one, two, three, four triple threats in the history of All Elite. And uh, one of them happened in June. The next three happened in October, November, December of 2019. This will be the first triple threat match that All Elite has done since December two years ago. So it is the first one of 2021. Of 2021. It's the first and one since first one since fucking COVID started. I'll go through them because you don't give a shit. All Elite Fighter Fest. Riho versus Nyla Rose versus Yuka Sakazaki. Was that a match? All Elite Fighter Fest. It was it was Moxley versus Joey Janela in the unsanctioned match. I understand that. I just that was a match? Yeah, that yes, that was a match, yes. The second match was on the second all Elite Dark taping. Kip Sabian, Peter Avalon, and Sonny Kiss in a triple threat. Amazingly enough, that also had an unsanctioned match. Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. <laughs> Joey Shelvin. A third one, which is the only match that has been shown on Dynamite. The only triple threat match has been shown on Dynamite. Amazingly enough, it also involves Peter Avalon with Sean Spears and Darby Allen. It lasts three minutes and 40 seconds. Peter Avalon, the triple threat fucking master. Yep. And of course, the last one, which I already mentioned, the 10th All Elite Dark taping, Peter Avalon, Jimmy Havoc, and Scorpio Sky, which was six and a half. Gross. Yuck. So this is the first triple threat match that has been shown since the 10th ever episode of All Elite Dark. And to put this in perspective, that was the 10th Dark? We are currently sitting at the 90th dark. We've had oh, 80. Wait, that means we're almost at 100. Boys, I'm feeling a special event coming on. <laughs> yep. Just, we're at the 90th 
episode of All Elite Dark. Nine zero. So ninety was this past week. This past what Tuesday is it? I think. Think so. Yeah, because it's. I've got um the. Hang on. It may have been. I don't really want to look it up, but I might have to. Looks like August third's going to be number one hundred. Oh, I'm feeling a world title match coming on. I'm feeling they'll just cancel Dark. That's your special <laughs> event. Well, cancel Dark. We've got Elevation now, and then when that hits hundred, we'll cancel that. We'll name it something else. They're just going to have a fucking battle royal where everyone on the roster competes. Men, woman, child. We'll, we'll do the WWE battle royal from a few years ago where it's like 42 people because it'll be the most ever. Yep. Yep. Sorry. The 90th episode of All Elite. Sorry, 90th. Yep. 9-0. The longest match on the card was 8 minutes and 42 seconds. That sounds like a pay-per-view. Must have been a barn burner. Yeah, that's a pay-per-view match. That goes for a while. You know what? Since we've already finished talking about this shit, let's well, let's just rail on all league for it a little bit more. Name one person in this match. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn was in a match earlier in the night. A match that went six minutes. <laughs> Luther. <laughs> was Luther even on Dark? He's normally the fucking. He's normally the main event. No, he's he. No, Luther was not on this show. Uh, now, in an actual serious guess, Brian Pillman Jr. Brian Pillman Jr. was not on this show. Interesting. DJ. I'm out, of, out of options here. DJ, any t- any takers? Yeah, I have a uh, I have a very good one here. You're listening in. Yeah, go. Thank you so much for watching <laughs> or listening to Talk That Good Shit. I've been DJ, joined by Chris and Dan. Once again, leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and any other podcast platform you go to. Follow us on Twitter. That is at ttgspod. Tell us how much we suck. Tell us how much you hate us because we hate all elite and we're just fucking marks. Peace. I'm sorry. Wow, if you're that was a very long wrestling name. <laughs>